welcome to Season 5 of the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, best-selling author and international speaker, Michael Sherlock. The Shock Your Potential podcast is dedicated to entrepreneurs looking to up their game, increase their income, and scale their businesses to new heights. Shock Your Potential is a professional services company providing affordable services to small businesses, matching entrepreneurs with virtual assistants, and offering specialized leadership and sales training to companies around the world. Learn more today at shockyourpotential.com and listen in now to another motivating episode that will help you to shock your potential. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long, we are talking to some fierce and fabulous female entrepreneurs. And my guest today is going to talk about that perspective from a a point that many of us also deal with, and that is about being a parent along with being an entrepreneur. So Nina Cruz is a certified conscious parent coach. She's also a social worker and a meditation teacher who's made it her mission to support parents through shifting and archaic parental paradigms, which, man, we got to talk about that, many of which contribute to increased stress, anxiety, overwhelm, and feelings of disconnections, not only for themselves, but their partners and their children. And her approach to coaching revolves around trauma-informed care that puts others at ease, providing a safe place for everyone to facilitate their individual healing and growth. That means that we're all taking care of ourselves and each other. Now, Nina knows that when a parent's inner world shifts, the whole family shifts. And with them, all these things can happen in very extraordinary ways, oftentimes even changing parent-child dynamics. And those things are important because they foster relationships of love, harmony, and genuine familial connections. Now, in In addition to all these things she does, incorporating meditation and mindfulness practices into her work, she also organizes online and in-person parent networking events where parents of all walks of life share and revel in their successes uh, and the opposite, their failures, and always their self-improvement journeys. And joining us today, and I can't wait to talk and learn from her as well, is Nina. Thank you for being with us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Michael. I'm really excited to be here. I am really as excited. well. And and I I think about now my son is uh 30, he'll be 31 here soon. And I think about all the mistakes I made as a parent. I think about the mistakes I still make as a parent and as a grandparent. Mm. I try not to sit too much in the mistakes because that'll make you crazy. But there's definitely more awareness and more dialogue today about successes and failures as parents and not necessarily trying to do things the way our parents did, which I'm very thankful for. So I can't wait to learn from you. I hit the highlights. Tell us a little bit more in your words about what you do, why you do it, and how it helps people to shock their potential. Thank you. Well, my big why was I've I've actually became a conscious parent. Uh, mm. I was challenged early on becoming a parent. I was overwhelmed, stressed, and really trying to figure out why why was I challenged. Mm-hmm. And so I coach people through exactly the process that I went through, and what I use in my own parenting life uh, to basically oh, I coach you know stressed out, overwhelmed parents 
reactive parents, which is a big <laughs> issue for many parents. We get triggered by our children. Mm-hmm. And I support them to find and build more connections with their children and look at their own patterns and paradigms because behaviour is the tip of the iceberg. What's going on beneath the surface is something different. And a lot of this stems from childhood. So the reality is actually I can coach anybody because as long as you've had a parent, you can do the inner work. Mm -hmm. And it's incredible how once the parent shifts, as you said, the dynamic shifts and it's it's magical to watch and I've experienced it myself and continue to experience it because I still get challenged. I can still get overwhelmed and frustrated. But now having the tools and strategies and understanding really what's going on, that it's not about my child, it's really about me, was mm-hmm. epiphic and, you know, transformational and Basically, it meant that I had to start being responsible for me and not projecting my shit, crap, whatever. Hopefully, you can use those words onto my child. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, and as you say it, I just am smiling, but with that cringe as a parent, you know, thinking back to those moments where, yeah, you know, I mean, logically, somewhere in your brain, you know, it's you. But at that moment, whatever the child says or does that flips you, that triggers you mm-hmm. in that moment, mm-hmm. it is so easy to make that about the child and not us. And it takes a lot of maturity to look at ourselves mm-hmm. and go, okay, wait, what? You know, it's a six-year-old. Come on. Like, come on. Yeah. Or yeah. a 16-year-old, which can trigger a lot. That's hard yeah. work to recognize that. It It is very hard to look in the mirror. It wasn't easy. And you know, I support parents to do that in a, you know, a real comforting way that, you know, we all we all have our blind spots. We all have our challenges. And, you know, I am able to look up from a different perspective and see what's really going on. And just like myself, sometimes I struggle to see what's really going on. I have support. Um, and it's profound the changes, you know, I think it's Dr. Wayne Dyer said, you know, change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And this is exact, the exact process that you can't, you know, unlearn what you've learned. You can't unsee what you've seen. And when you see what's going on in a new way, you can't get away with going down that old pathway anymore in your mind, neurologically, you shift and it's like profound, like, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I, and you it's know, changing. Went, oh, go ahead. Sorry, it's cha- it change it's changing not only your family and your the dynamic with your child, but also everybody you interact with, everybody your child interacts with, and generational patterning. So yeah. you change your legacy, you change uh the trajectory of your children's children, and it basically changes the world. Absolutely. Yeah. The butterfly effect without a Mm -hmm. doubt. Mm. You know, there's one, there's one thing that I'm really proud of myself as a, as a parent, this one moment in time, you know, my son, you know, saw his father and I divorced when my son was five and a half. It was very traumatic. We had a lot of, there was a lot of garbage that went on. Um, And so my son and I um, had a lot of strife. And I remember he was uh, about eight years old and we were just having this, this 
I don't even know what we were arguing about, but we were arguing and I'll tell you, I was going to be right. You know, like I was going to be right that I was the parent, you know, I was in that because I told you mindset. And I realized my son was real. It was the moment that I realized he was as, as upset with me as I was as upset with him. And for some reason, I don't know what happened. Um, but at that moment, I, I remember I left his room and I thought about it and I got real clear and I went back in and I said, I'd like to ask you for a do-over. And I said, I would just like to do this day over. And that means that whatever's happened to this point, no more talking about it, no more blame, no more consequences from me to you. I would hope you would do the same for me. And can we just start over? Because I love you and I want to have a great day. And he's like, yeah, mom, let's have a do-over. And I'll tell you what, that started a dialogue that lasted us. I'm not saying we didn't have a lot of strife because we still had a lot of strife, <laughs> but we had a lot of asking each other for do-overs. And I think if there's one thing I'm really proud of, it's that um, because it gave us a new way to interact. And as a parent, it was the first time I was like, you know what, Michael, you you contributed to this. This was not mm. just this. Eight, I mean, he had a part to play, but you contributed to this and you better figure out how to make it better. And that, yeah. <laughs> like I said, That's, I've screwed up plenty of times, but that was my, probably the most proud moment I had. Yeah. Well, you know, that's like repairing, like coming back to, that's a lot of the process. It's not being a perfect parent. There's no such thing. Yeah, yeah. It's going back and repairing and acknowledging, you know, your own stuff and not just passing it on. I mean, our children come in with their own temperament and, you know, we also have what you talked about is the rise of the parental ego. When you're trying to be right, mm -hmm. when you want to be right and when you want to build yourself up or you beat yourself down that's the ego and yeah. you know a lot of the times we're parenting out of ego and basically no one wins there's there's a mess you meet your child with resistance and they've got resistance you're in ego so mm -hmm. it's it's really it's learning it's unlearning and it's a new way of looking at your child as your teacher the, the mm -hmm. child before you is actually growing you up and when you look at it through the lens of my child is teaching me what what does this say about me instead of pointing the finger at what is wrong with my child they don't listen they're not helping me they're disrespectful the the onus has to be on you where am I not respecting myself where am I not showing up where am mm -hmm. I saying one thing to him and doing another where are my discrepancies so it's it's a whole different model. It, yeah. It's no longer blaming and shaming the child. It's taking your power back and actually becoming who you want to be. And this is where I also do a lot of work around creating the parent you want to be. And I, I'm obsessed with visioning and getting mm -hmm. into the energy of the parent you want to be because if you meet your child with that energy and you're elevating, you know, they're going to rise to it. You create the space in your home. You create the environment. You're not a victim. And this is where a lot of parents and I've gone there and I can go there. We become victims and martyrs of what's going on when we're powerful creators. And we are mothers with fierce lioness, you know, mm -hmm. energy. And energy is everything. And when we shift, it's like 
so many stories I could talk about. <laughs> and I love, I love the line you said, the child before you is growing you up. What a beautiful way to remind ourselves that just because you become a parent doesn't mean all of a sudden now you're the right person or that you were the no. wrong one as the child and vice versa with your own child. Exactly. They're basically shining a light exactly where you need to grow, where mm-hmm. you need to grow up. So this is the radical shift in paradigm is that parenting is about growing you up, not the child before you. The child is perfect, beautiful essence. We need to step back and get out of the way and not try and mold and shape them yeah. into who they need to become. They don't need to become anything. We need to allow. We need to give space. We mm-hmm. need to see what is the need we need to, what is the need they're asking us to meet, not what do they need? What are, you know, like it's 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 a whole different way of experiencing and looking at parenting. And that's why it's so transformational, is because once you learn and you see and you see it through that new lens, you can't go back because you know you you can't, it's like you can't cheat yourself. You you can yeah. see when your ego comes up, you can see when you're blaming the child, you can see when you're blaming your partner, when you have to take responsibility. And it's this whole projection piece that we grew up, we're conditioned to do, we're conditioned to look out. This is looking in, this is going within and taking your power back basically. And that's why our children are so amazing at showing us where we are out of alignment. Um, I was wondering, you know, given the last couple years, uh, and I, I'm fortunate in the sense that, you know, my son has grown and gone, and I don't mean that he's gone, but you know what I mean? He's grown. Um, he's got two young children that, you know, really weren't in school a lot during the pandemic because they weren't mm. both at school age. Now they're getting there. But one of the things that I've seen with my friends, and this is why I, reason I say I feel a little fortunate, is that I didn't have to also juggle during uh, the pandemic, nor have I had to juggle this as the world um, begins to kind of go back into office, but still um, still a lot of working from home, still a lot of hybrid envi- environments. And I think the world, the way we work in the world is changing. We are going to mm-hmm. see more and more hybrid work environments. And we're still going to see um, back and forth with schools and kids in and out of school and kind of this um, this blurring of the home life, school life, mm. work life. So this is how I'm setting this all up. Mm. That's got to, I cannot imagine, the reason I feel fortunate is I cannot imagine the stress of trying to be a worker or be a you know team leader, be a parent, be a school teacher, you know, be a spouse. I cannot imagine the stress of all those things. And I think there's a lot of those elements that we are not just going to magically one day walk out of um, for a long time. Do you find that this is adding to people's um, overwhelm with being a parent when you have to now also learn a lot of different ways to do it when maybe you were just getting a few things right? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Having kids home more having, you know, being home, doing homeschooling mm-hmm. adds that extra pressure. But remembering that we are the ones in charge, we are the ones putting the pressure on ourselves, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we have to accept. This is the first port of call is accepting the as is of what's going on. The as is is that life has changed. My child is, I'm homeschooling, say, or or things are different. And 
from that acceptance, we have to come and create a new space, a new way of, you know, not only looking at the world, but but moving through our parenting. And also, I mean, perception is a big one because we're conditioned to perceive things in a certain way. If you grow up with a parent that, you know, if you're looking at money, oh, money doesn't grow on trees. It's hard. You have to work harder, harder. Well, that's yeah. what we were conditioned in. We were programmed. We're programmed between the ages of zero and seven where our brain is programmed and we mm-hmm. want just like a computer, we're running programs and patterns. So this is the lens we look at life through. And then yeah. it's very hard to see another way. So we need to use our critical thinking, our mind, the potential in our mind to look at different angles like the the pandemic. Yes, horrible, sad, many things, you know, many people experienced something, any, you know, a lot of things. But, wow, my children were home. Do I get that? Do I get that space to have my children at home? I mean, to be honest, I made lessons. We went selling oranges up the road. We we did (laughs) I barely made them sit. We, they did what they did and I let go. And this is this is where we're called to be letting go really big time right now, mm-hmm. that we can't cling and attach to what was. We need to create a new, a fresh start because mm-hmm. when we attach to something, even our child being a certain way or being polite or being conforming, when we attach mm-hmm. to that, we suffer and we're causing the suffering. Whereas... You know, I speak to parents about when your child speaks up against you and says you're wrong and does this, I'm like, great. Your child is in the environment and feels confident to speak up against you. That means when they're 21 or 18 or below age maybe and someone's saying, you know, here, have some drugs, well, they're like, no, I'm not. I don't want it. They're going to speak up against other people. This is the like not test tube, what is it, like the the, the space to experiment, allow your child to fall apart, be there, support them, let them lie. They lie, but they come back to you and tell the truth because Mm. you have created an environment where they feel safe and secure and they can be and experience whatever they like, you know, whatever's going on. Because when you have parents that are... um, very strict and you know there's fear-based parenting which can be a lot of the time because we grew Mm. up in a lot of lack we grew up in scarcity and lack when you have that fear-based parenting children go under and don't won't admit they lied they'll hide things so we have the power to create the environment and create the space and get curious about what's really going on but then always bring it back to ourselves like how am I being in the moment and and this it's no different to what's going on right now we can stay in that stuck mindset of this is hard Mm -hmm. this is too much my kids yes but then get creative well maybe Mm -hmm. I could hire a teenager that needs some babysitting hours come in Mm -hmm. and help my child with reading we don't have to do it all and this is also a setup we're told we're parents, we're mums, we do it all. We don't ask for help. And that's, again, the, <laughs> the martyr. Yeah. And I love it. And it gets back to, you know, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, very, 
Very, very positive. Uh, Nina, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsor. And when we come back, we're going to learn a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. We'll be right back. Are you a highly sensitive individual? If you are, you are part of the 20% of people whose nervous system is wired to take in more stimulation than others. This can feel overwhelming, trying to get by through coping and stuck in your shadows instead of your strengths. But it doesn't need to be that way. You can learn to be in charge of yourself physically, spiritually, and financially in a way that honors your highly sensitive self. Heather Dominic is the founder of businessmiracles.com, and she's been training highly sensitive entrepreneurs and leaders since 2010 to do things differently by working less and making more of a social impact and a higher income. Whether you've been in business for years or are just starting out, highly sensitive entrepreneurs are sick of trying to, usually secretly, manage overwhelm and other ways your highly sensitive nervous system tends to hijack and work against you. Now you're ready to learn how to be comfortable in your highly sensitive skin, to create your work and life to match who you truly are so you can work less while making more impact and income. I should know, as a super uber highly sensitive entrepreneur myself, working with Heather and her team has changed my life and my businesses. To learn more, please use our affiliate link in the show notes or reach out to the Business Miracles team and tell them you heard about them from the Shock Your Potential podcast. Every listener who joins the Business Miracles program in 2022 will receive a selection of five best-selling books from our Shock Your Potential bookstore authors. Leading as a highly sensitive entrepreneur is a mindset to hold and an energy to embody. To lead means to show someone the way to be in charge of. As a highly sensitive entrepreneur, this starts with learning how to be in charge of yourself first and your purpose second. And we are back with Nina Cruz. Um, You know, everything that you've said just gives me so much hope. And it actually makes me even more, uh, you know, I guess excited a little from my being even a grandmother to think about, you know, the concepts. Um, And I love, especially when you said, you know, to that we're called to let things go, to understand that whatever we're doing, however we're reacting, we're teaching something. So Mm -hmm. even if we're fearful, if we're showing our fear and we're caught up in this is horrible, I can't wait till this is over. We're teaching our kids, this is horrible, I can't wait till it's over, Mm -hmm. which that you could apply that to so many different ways, things Mm -hmm. in life. Um, I also think about the fact that, you know, my grandchildren have no experience about going to school other than wearing a mask Mm -hmm. and they could care less. You know, who cares? Everybody else. The kids who never knew anything else, the kids who only grew up wearing a mask when they went outside. I know none of us want to wear masks, but they don't care. So when one day they don't wear masks, they won't wear masks. But, you know, today they're like, whatever, I wear a mask. It doesn't matter. Our reactions are the ones that have the input on them, impact on them. Exactly. I mean, it's monkey see, monkey do. Your child's going to do what you do. Exactly. They're going to, they're, they're picking up, they're like marinating yes. in you, in your energy, basically. Yeah. You don't have to say anything and they know what's going on. They're so attuned and intuitive. And um, we need to also give them credit. Like, for example, 
you know, um, my children, you know, might have certain preferences for food. Well, I kind of had to finish a plate at dinner. Like, you know, you have to eat your meal. Whereas if my kids are full, I get them to check in with their belly. Are they full? They're full. I'm not forcing the food on them. I'm not telling them what they want, what they should have. And this is a big thing, the shoulds. Anytime Mm -hmm. you say should, it's conditioning. I should do this. It's not really who you are. It's not you. So a child should be quiet. A child should obey. A a child should um, comply. A child should listen to their parent. It's all BS. Because... (laughs) We, I mean, I personally want my kids to speak up against me and I want them to question and I am certainly not right all the time. And even <laughs> beyond that, if you look beyond the world of right and wrong, it just is. So yeah. I love the concept of check in with your belly. Uh, when yeah. I was growing <laughs> up, um, I didn't have to have the clean plate club, but my mom made me take three bites of everything. And uh, so when it was my time to be a mother, I promised myself I wasn't going to do that. But I but my son had to have one bite. Now, yeah. this is, a, you know, this was my rule, but I told him you can't make a face. So whatever bite it is, because he was so dramatic now he will eat anything, you know, today, but he yeah. would be so dramatic that if, you know, for the people who are watching the video version, you'll see this. If you're listening to the audio, just imagine me making a bad face. Like he would take a bite before the fork would even get in his mouth. He'd be going, Ugh! you know, making gagging noises. And I'm like, you're going to eat one bite and you can't, if it takes you three bites to eat it without making a face or noise, you're going to do it. I look back now and go, Oh, good God. But it it did work eventually. I don't know if it was helpful. It probably wasn't, but I love it. Uh, Yeah. We all have our, our mess ups. We all have our parenting bloopers, but I think the thing is we learn from it. Like, yes. you know, like we, we're constantly learning it's life school. <laughs> yeah. Well, and now my grandkids will eat anything. Like I'm like, yeah. it's amazing. And I don't have to force them to do anything. In fact, when I stayed with them about a year ago, uh, took care of them while, uh, parents were gone. I, you know, I was making them, you know, uh, roasted sweet potatoes and things and they couldn't get enough of them. I'm like, Oh my God, where <laughs> were you when your when your father was a child? <laughs> But Nina, one of the uh, one of the great questions that I've been asking everybody this month, and it's been really a joy to hear the different answers, I think because it's so realistic. And I think this will, I'm assuming your answer is going to tie very similar into kind of these other messages. But the question is, you know, as an entrepreneur, you know, what have you learned about yourself as an entrepreneur? You've obviously learned a lot about yourself as a parent and what you're teaching, but but also running a business uh, teaches us different things. What have you learned about yourself? Maybe something you said, oh, gosh, I, I had to change that. Or, oh, I had to accept that. Or, hey, that became my you know, superpower. What, what's, mm, what are mm. some of the greatest lessons you've learned on your entrepreneurial journey? Well, I guess number one is probably I trust the process, really mm. trusting myself mm-hmm. and there's also such a thing as divine timing that I, 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 I getting out of that pushing, pushing energy really, you know, I think I said before, energy is everything. It's, it was totally flipping the way I not only saw life, but did work entrepreneurship and business that it was how I came to everything. So, you know, it's like 95% mindset, 5% strategy. And I used to be really focusing on the strategy, really what I needed to do, do, because I grew up 
in a family where you were doers, you're, you're, you yeah. just go, you take action, you go, go, go. And I had to shift that because not everything was that I was doing was not only getting a result or having an impact or it was just I was stuck in this pattern of doing. Yeah. And it was just a, you know, a unconscious pattern. So from doing all the work I've done and learning about visioning and really creation, creating the world I want to live in, creating my experience um, and my parenting experience, it it became a different way of doing business, of starting to really vision it, starting to really connect to my imagination mm-hmm. and see it. And it's incredible when you come from that intention of what you're wanting to create, not coming from a strategy that you told to do because this gets more likes or this gets, because that is, if you look at that in a, a broader concept uh, perspective, that's coming from the energy of lack that I need to do something to fill the gap that I don't have enough clients. Right. I don't have enough likes. So I had to get out of that space and start to channel my energy and focus into that creative mindset of I'm creating. And this, because in terms of manifesting what you want in your life, our unconscious, subconscious mind is what triggers the law of attraction, Mm -hmm. the law of manifestation. And we need to be in the vibration of what we're trying to create. Mm -hmm. So if you want a, you want more clients, if you want more financial abundance, you need to get into that energy because that's what tips off the law of vibration and manifestation and creation. So I had to really work on shifting from my old paradigm, which was do, 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 and just keep doing right. <laughs> and start to really connect to my vision and shift my energy basically because we're, cre- we're constantly creating whether we're aware or not, aware of it or not. So that has had a big impact because then clients are attracted. They, they, mm-hmm. I, I might get an email, someone's referred a client or I get a client come back and it, it, it's this different attraction rather than me forcing and pushing and that doesn't work. Right. The more you, it's like children, the more you push them to do something, the more you force them to do something, the more they'll resist. Yeah. So that's the energy you don't want to be in. If you want to create, you need to step into the energy of what you're creating. And what that opens up is ideas, synchronicities. All of a sudden you talk to someone and if they know someone that, you know, it just opens up and expands your mind. But that's kind of like divinely led. It's intuitively led than being told and being told how you should do business, how it should be done. That's the old paradigm. And this is creating a whole new paradigm. And I think we're, it's exciting for me because I believe, especially with changing work environments, that we are moving into a new realm of, of how we operate in business, entrepreneur or corporate or whatever, um, which is allows for more um, realistic, like shifting from those old paradigms mm. and saying those things, don't, not only do they not work anymore, they didn't really work very well for the last mm. 20 years. We just kept doing them. And now that we can't keep doing them that way, I think there's a lot of excitement to me about people leaning in and trusting mm. themselves and trusting the process and trusting intuition in a different way. I'm very excited yeah. for where we're going. 
Yeah, it's it's very exciting. And I think it's like really getting into the energy of what, what brings you joy, what feels good, because the yeah. more you can get in that vibration and do like take the action from that space, the result will be different. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Uh, Nina, it's fascinating. I love what you do. Um, I just really, really love what it says about us to uh, recognize where we all are as parents, whether or not we have young kids at home or we have, uh, you know, grown children um, and grandchildren somewhere is that mm, there's always mm. something we can learn. And even my grandchildren are teaching me about different ways mm. to grow up. And I think that's a fantastic way to look at it. And I know we're going to have all your contact information on our show notes, but just in case somebody who's listening right now says, I really want to learn more about what she does. And maybe if it's mm. right for me, what's the best way for them to find you and connect with you? Yes, well, you can find me on Facebook, Nina Cruz Coaching. You can find me on Instagram, Nina Cruz Coach. I also have a uh, Conscious Creators Collective group in Facebook uh, where I also have um, some different uh, workshops that I've done on conscious parenting, on conscious creation and Unlimited Unstoppable You workshop and also Parenting with the Universal Laws, which is incredible aligning to the universal laws these are laws that are happening whether we like it or not just like the law of gravity and when you understand and you align to them um, it's incredible and I've also got a new project where I'm part of uh, the wild network a new platform that's coming out Uh, it's a uncensored platform and that's very exciting Um, and I can give you some information on that. It's just in the early phase. Uh, there are we're giving out wild passes at the moment, um, but the launch proper launch will probably be in February. Excellent. Oh, that will be wonderful to learn yeah. more about that. That sounds very fun and exciting. Yes, yes. It's so, a new platform. It's pretty incredible because it brings creators together in a platform that is not going to be censored. Excellent. I love it. That's always fun. Well, before we go, Nina, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice other than all that you've given us thus far for my listeners and viewers? Well, firstly, probably don't sweat the small stuff if you're a parent. Like Mm -hmm. really, really get your priorities set. You know, I, I think that people are coming to conscious parenting more so now because they might be successful in their life but they're challenged as a parent and there's no more greater success. I feel that being the best parent you can be that, you know, really uh, looking at your stuff and doing the inner work is so powerful, not only for you, but for generations to come. Also that you are realizing that you are the creator, the director, the curator of your own movie. This is your movie. Don't be an extra in your movie. Get on the court and start creating. You're not a victim. You get back in the driver's seat. And a lot of this work is rewiring the brain, reprogramming the brain to start to have the program that you want to run and the the updated version, you know, reboot and running the program you want to live your life by, not what your parents told you how you should be living. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, getting into your imagination, visualising, the brain, the mind can't tell the difference between what you imagine and what's really happening. And this is powerful. So yeah. this is why it triggers this 
the law of attraction and the law of manifestation because you get into it, you start to create it in your mind. It's the workshop of your mind. You can have anything you want, absolutely anything. That sounds like a title of a great book, The Workshop (laughs) of Your Mind. I don't know if it's out there, but if not, you should take it. I'm constantly coming up with names for people's books. <laughs> Actually, I do have a, a, co, a co-author book coming out, um, Mother's Day, but that's Australian Mother's Day. I think that's in April next year, which is going to be stories of mothers, self-care letters to mothers. Wow. Like it's going to be a beautiful uh, co-authored book for parents. Like I wish I had it when I when I became a parent because, you know, I think all you get told is you won't get sleep. That's about it. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Say goodbye to sleeping. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, we'll look forward to that too as well. So let us know when that comes out. Nina, thank you so thank much. You. You've been an absolutely uh, great guest and incredibly inspiring. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.